0: Hey everyone, Jason Torchinski here. And first, thanks for listening. Second, thanks to our new sponsor, Marble. Marble? We got got a rock to sponsor our podcast? (laughs) No, David, Marble with a capital M. It's the only all-in-one app for managing your insurance policies and getting rewarded for it. Okay,
1: all right. Well, I have a bunch of cars that I think they're all probably insured.
0: So this could Mm, help. Probably not, but Marble's great. It's fast, and it's easy to set up, as it'll put all of your different insurance policies in one place for you. It's free, which we love around here, being cheapskates, and it will automatically alert you if your rates are going to increase, probably with some kind of really loud sound. Once you set it up, you don't have to do anything, as it does it for you, like a robot trained to monitor insurance. And you get marbles, which you can redeem for rewards or use to donate to charity. A marble spewing robot. Whew, that sounds great. How many marbles did you get from it? I got, let's see, be the two, 900 marbles. Uh, what do you do with that many marbles? I just put them all on a Target gift card. Okay, what'd you do at Target? What'd you get? I got a big uh, crap load of Hot Wheels. I assume for uh, your child? Yeah, yeah, sure, for my child. Mm, okay. Well, anyway, um, okay, that sounds good. I like Hot Wheels. Uh, where do I sign up? So you just go to joinmarble.co/autopian and you start adding your policies. And not only will you be supporting this podcast, you will also get rewarded just for being a real adult and keeping on top of your insurance. Joinmarble.co/autopian is that right? Yes, David. That's joinmarble.co/autopian. We're looking okay. at a picture of a what year is this Accord? Ninety three Accord. Ninety three Accord. Uh, the is background is pretty immaculate in front of a Toyota dealership. The car has patina.
2: <laughs> the Patina's paint is all worn of off the it. hood. Yeah. Oh, it you looks... guys are going to hate what I have to say about this.
1: I like <laughs> well, that a car dealer way. is selling something this cheap and junky. But what I but th- what's weird about it is the the photo. You have to go to our yeah, website to photo. see it. It's a picture of this immaculate dealership. <laughs> and this horribly junky car, like, you know, photoshopped in front of it. it looks like it's sitting it, in front of the dealership. It's and it, just, yeah. it just doesn't look right. It's just hilarious. And we sort of made a joke about how that's the state of the used car market right now. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Utopian Podcast. Uh, I'm Dan Tracy. I'm um, yes. hanging out with uh, Torch, who is, of course, still in his basement. Hello. Um, and Bo Bachman, who uh, I think is going to be the perfect person to talk to about today's subject, because
3: yes. we're talking used cars. Used cars. I love used cars. <laughs> who yeah. doesn't yeah. love used cars?
1: Everyone. Oh, right. Exactly. Used cars. We the Utopian on our site. We've written a couple of stories about used cars this past week, and they have crushed. The whole world seems to be reading about used cars, um, and I think there's a pretty good reason why things are getting kind of weird with used cars. So, uh, we're going to discuss that, and then we're going to talk with Kevin Williams, a fellow car journalist who um, is pretty well versed when it comes to used cars, especially at the bottom of the
0: market. So, we're it's pumped. An interesting to see- part of the market too. Yeah, yes. and I'm really
3: interested in hearing about this, too. We deal less in that side, and um, I'm really curious. as has taken perspective on things. So. Every yeah, car on the really
0: road cool. is a used car. Did you know that, David? Every single one you see. Well,
1: that's All cars run on used parts. That's what the local junkyards say. That's right. They
3: do. Every single although, although, technically, if I've got a dealer plate and I've got a car. Anyway, never mind. I, I, can, I can drive a new car around the block and it'd still be new as long as I, you know, don't go too the, far. Wow, that's a good out. point. That's like the what, only is, what is the line
0: before it becomes used? Well, um, it, it, demonstrator,
3: it, new it, or used? it's, uh, yeah, it, demonstrators, anything that's actually used uh, for any type of purpose has to be sold as a used car on the contract. So it could be a new car sold as a used car. Uh, So all demos and like that are kind of uh, uh, a little bit of both in a weird way. Uh, So on one side, it's a new car. On the other side, it's a used car. So
0: (laughs) it's it's a little vague. Is there a certain number of – is there a mile cap where you think a car ceases to be a new new car? Not really because
3: you could drive a – you could sell a car with zero miles on it and it'd be a used car immediately. Uh, at the same time, I'm trying to think. I think in California there is, but I'm not, a, not, not a, I should know this. Jeez. Uh, I don't think there's an exact mile like, boom, it's a used car. I think it has to do with its use and what it's used for.
0: So, so you can sell it's, a car 15,000 miles on it. And if it's the right no, car.
3: No, that's what I'm thinking. There's got to be something. I should, what, really, what if it's I should like, really do
0: my homework. <laughs> what if it's like
1: a 2008 car with zero miles on it? Oh, yeah. Is that new or used? Never owned. So... Hmm. This is getting into philosophy. I like it. It is. I feel like yeah. This is we're gonna. Well, to like, I'm like thinking a about the
3: law, not not philosophy, because I could argue that that is a new car still.
0: Really, if it's never been sold to a person, either correct, yet, that counts as a new car.
3: Well, that's kind of how we count new versus used. I mean, I
0: kind of agree with that it, for the most part. What if it's age wise not new? What if it? Yeah, what if it's like 2008. It's been sitting in a warehouse. It's not used. You're right, though. It's not used, but it's also not. It's no longer new. Yeah, what is new
3: is really the new question. stock,
0: you know? I guess, is the thing.
3: And do sometimes it. we'll get a, you know, a brand new car and it's got 100 miles on it because they took it out you know, for testing right. and proper things. Or even 150 miles. Um, sometimes a little bit more. So, it, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't have to do with mileage. Doesn't um, Okay, I'll do my homework and I'll get back with you.
0: Okay. It's <laughs> interesting.
1: Looks like there may be a definition for uh, used car but it's not a great one. According to Federal Trade Commission, a used vehicle includes all vehicles that have been, quote, driven more than the limited use necessary in moving or road testing a new vehicle prior to delivery to the consumer. Uh, yeah, okay. This de- that, yeah. includes demonstrators and company cars. However, a vehicle sold as scrap or for its parts. OK, OK. All right. I mean, sounds, sounds to me like you can just drive around all you want and, and sell as new,
3: yeah. Because a, a demo, like I said, it still has a new car contract and it's sold as a new car on one side, but also as a used car.
0: Anyway, it, mm. it's and uh, this is, this is tricky. This is like the uh, what's the, what's the name of the thing with the the knife if it the handle changes in the oh, the, oh, the, yeah,
1: uh, oh. the uh, something paradox, yeah. That, yeah.
0: Or, Whose boat is it? Theseus, oh, ship of Theseus. Ship of, the, ship of Theseus, right? Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. This is interesting. All right. Should we? Should we? Should we ask Kevin his opinion? Yeah. No,
1: let's, bring, let's bring. him us on Kevin. This is Torch. You met Torch. This is Bo. Uh, Cheers. We are,
2: uh... Nice to meet you, Kevin.
0: And awesome. I were
1: just
0: Look at that excitingly blank room, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. I don't
2: have any. I don't expensive? have anything. You just moved in, right? No, this is actually my old house. I'm paying two, I'm paying rent on two different places because like
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: so I, I'm in like two different places right now.
1: <laughs> and you're so. so Kevin and I were just uh running around a Detroit junkyard, and um I have to say Kevin, your your knowledge of uh the <laughs> real bottom of the market, not even just used cars, I mean the bottom of the car market is it's not just Incredibly detailed, but it's like useful to people who are Sweet. in that
3: spot. Fantastic! I want to learn something today. Good, right. looking forward to this.
1: So, before right. we get into that, let's just talk about the used car market in general. So, because we've written a couple of stories, and actually, before we get into that, we need to talk a little bit about you. I w- I want to introduce <sighs> you to Bo. Where where do you? Where you right. You're in Columbus right now, right? Yeah, unfortunately,
3: town's <laughs> <laughs> motto. Columbus hi, that's where Reichardt Ford is at. Uh, those yeah, guys are it is.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, so, Reichardt. They yeah. got
3: their lake, like in the, in the dealership. Uh, you can go They have out a and... lake? Did you say yeah. a lake? Yeah, yeah they, huh. they've like the they've got a bunch of stores and and this this lake it was it used to be shaped like the the shape of Ohio and you could take like little rowboats out on it and stuff.
0: Wait, what? Is it yeah. a outdoor lake? Right. They got right? their own like yeah, uh, a street a, and
3: and street light up uh yeah. inside the, the property. It's it's yeah, it's kind of a crazy place.
2: It's a huge huge place. It has like its own little coffee shop and like it's like a small little town, but it's all like dealerships.
3: Yeah, they got a little subway. They got a yeah. gym over there. You can work yeah. out. Um, yep. and they sell used cars, baby. Oh boy, God, yes, <laughs> yeah. I looked at a car there, but I just
2: I didn't. I they I guess they're like used car lap or like test drive route is like a closed test track. What?
3: Oh, yeah. They that's have nothing. Yeah, track that's used cars? yeah, but it's like just it's like really it nice tiny flat. though.
2: Okay. It is, and I was just like, oh come on. He's like, Man. do you like the car? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know.
1: Yeah, <laughs> if I had a test track, I would make it glass smooth. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was. And I think. Well, you to have bumps. I feel yeah. like for a lot, a lot
2: of like buyers, that's enough for them. Yeah. So they're See, like, we, they fall in love with it.
3: We have this hill over here. It's called Woodley Hill. It's like the only hill kind of in the center of the valley. At every test drive I would go on, I would take people on that hill. Cause it looks like super steep, right? And mm-hmm. once you get on it, you realize, oh, okay, it's 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 not that bad. But every car, once you get on there, it, it feels like it's uh it's it's doing its job, unless you're in a total pig that it that it yeah. really you know that yeah. it's like okay. But uh, I I always enjoyed having something challenging on the route, so people got to really experience what the cars like in in different conditions. <laughs> we go on the road, we take it on the freeway. You know, if they want to go off roading, eh, I don't know about that, but uh, you know, we try to. I'll try to let them experience it, right?
2: Yeah. I like going by myself.
0: Yeah. We do. <laughs> remember the first time to I people. people?
3: You don't have to the annoying salesperson. All the time. Does, does
0: Galpin <laughs> let people uh, drive on their own, or do you always have someone with them?
3: Well, we do now. I mean, it used to be not, uh, we, we would do like a borrowed car agreement and let people borrow a car for either hours or a day or two, oh, uh, depending man. on the circumstance. And you know, that way they can take it home, take it to work and, and really have an incredible test drive. Um, or, you know, since uh, COVID we would do them and let them go for, you know, 30 minutes or an hour or whatever time All that right. felt right. So yeah, we do that. Good. Why wouldn't we? Has anyone ever
0: tried to steal a car in a test drive like that?
3: Of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, uh, actually, I, okay, I got one quick story. So, so the best test drive attempted theft is uh, we had this uh, salesperson uh, go out on a test drive. And uh, he was uh, uh, out with a customer. and The customer you know, asked him to look over and pull the gun on him Whoa. as he's driving now here's the thing the salesperson former, formerly was a running back for the green bay packers okay oh, so the first thing they did is they took and picked like literally the buffest car salesman you've ever seen in your life and that was the guy that they decided to rob which uh, first part they're dubbed because tony grabs the guy's hand with the gun puts it down and just starts beating the guy's face Uh, It just like completely beat him down and called the cops and uh, he was arrested. So, yes, it does happen. But I would rather give it to somebody and let them drive it than have them pull something on me. But anyway, uh, it happens.
1: Yeah, you got to do it on your own. Kevin, you ever been on those? You review quite a few cars. That's part part of what, what, what you do is you write all sorts of stories, but you especially you're great at reviewing cars. You ever go on a press drive where like the PR person's like, hey, can I ride with you?
2: No, so I feel like because I got my, you know, professional start during COVID, everything's oh, been like, everything's been like solo until like this latest fresh drive, which I, I had a, I had a, had a, not a minder, but a, a, a drive partner. Yep. And it was just like, uh, it's not the same. It's really great. Like when you, when you like drive by yourself, especially like they want you to follow the route and I'm just like, no. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah just do your own thing right yeah. you got own <laughs>
2: you got to, like i'm not doing not that not well, photos I mean,
0: and things yeah it's always a pain when you have
2: to accommodate
0: someone else with that
2: y- yeah you have to split it in half and it's just like and the nero has like three different variants so like it was really really hard you know switching between like three different cars and like another driver but what can you to,
1: do you know what I've, I, I i once had a um co-driver who you know for i i shouldn't my most terrifying press drive should not be the Ford Fusion Sport. Like, there's no reason <laughs> why that should be a remotely terrifying press drive. But it the was. First,
2: the first gen or first it and a half like two, gen?
1: It was like 2017, I think. Oh, 18? so gen two. Um, yeah, gen two. Yeah. And, and I was in there with someone from one of the buff books. I don't remember. Motor Trend Car and Driver. Somewhere, someone. And he his whole thing was like i gotta see if this thing can handle like an audi like they say it can and so he just freaking whipped this thing around these we were in central michigan just i was holding on for dear life and it was just like why are we even doing this it does not matter like on public streets have you not had that if you haven't had that That, happen uh, sometimes
2: i sometimes i wonder if i'm that guy <laughs> Accidentally, you know.
1: No. Don't be that guy. You do not. I don't. I'm not.
2: I'm guy. not trying to be like. Oh, I just want to
3: see what it can do. Like, you know. I like that guy, David. I like that he was like trying to put it through its paces and push the car a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Well, it says sport on it, right? Uh, yeah. But come on, you're, you're mean, supposed to say beat say... up those cars. Oh, they are press party. cars. You're supposed yeah. to ruin exactly. them. Exactly.
2: They're gonna. They're gonna be destroyed, right? Don't, After don't take it house. to
1: the limit on a
3: public street. Yeah, the used car. That's true. Yeah
1: oh man
2: oh
3: man we get those press cars sometimes do you really we get offered them sometimes yeah oh
2: I had a friend of mine ask and it's like, "Oh, what happens to the press cars?" I'm like, "Uh, you really don't want one of these. You don't
3: you want a don't. press car." No, you, you do, do not, not. You
2: do not want one of these. They are absolutely awful. I'm going to close this window shade because it is shining behind me. Looks right. is, is
3: that your first uh, used car advice is do not buy a press car, a used press car? That's that's solid
1: advice.
2: I think <sighs> so
3: too. I I'm in it. No uh, no no flood cars. Uh, no, no.
2: No the rental cars, flood no, cars, no rental. Yeah, that's, well, actually, I think rental cars are great to buy. <laughs> oh, really? Oh. Absolutely.
1: Why is that? Why is that?
2: So I've worked at a couple of dealerships, of like as like lot porters. And I would say that like the worst trades we used to get were like people who had like older cars, or not even older cars. It'd be like cars that they purchased. And they're like, oh, it's been so taken care of. And it really wasn't. Mm-hmm like everything would be like worn out and like bald tires or whatever versus like i think there's like a margin of there's like a standard like you know thing things that rental companies have to do to maintain their fleet
0: true and they turn and they right. turn
2: them over pretty quickly also it's kind of unavoidable especially if like if you're looking for any sort of small crossover or like sedan it's probably probably been through avis or i will
1: or say whatever my brother bought a 2007 Dodge Caliber rental car which why that is that? the absolute worst car you could you, did, I mean why why rental a rental Caliber with the CVT. He did put 200,000 miles on it and it was a good car to him somehow. So I mean, I don't know, I, mean, I do think you're yeah, probably those, right. They probably maintain yeah, it. they I mean they
2: at least have to get oil changed and like yeah. I feel like I feel like customers are too dumb to like really drive them into the ground like they used to.
3: Does that make sense? I feel like I most well, it, it used to like be I... like a, a, a thing to wreck a rent a car. I mean, that was kind right. of like like if you didn't do something to a rent a car when you're driving it to kind of mess with it, you you, you were doing something right. wrong. Yeah, what's the I point? think today people are a little bit more cautious. I think the rent a car companies have clamped down a little bit and start charging, and it's. To me, it's less of a thing. It's like like rock stars that used to wreck the hotel room, right? It used to be a thing, it's not as much anymore. And to your point, uh, rent-a-cars are actually kept up pretty well. If there's a problem with them, they're right into the shop. Um, they have to maintain them, they have to keep them clean. They're probably cleaned more than any other car. Uh, they do. Uh, because uh, how often do you clean your car, David? Um, right? Have exactly. you ever cleaned I, your exactly. car? Uh, rent-a-cars cleaned every day or every time somebody drives it. So I, I am not opposed uh, to rent-a-cars being sold and I'm, I'm glad you're not either. Yeah,
2: I, yeah. Because I, I mean, like you can't just destroy a rent-a-car and give it back these days. I yep. had, so I went to Fort Lauderdale this year for vacation and I was like, oh, it's a vacation so I'm going to spend a little money and like instead of buying like the cheapest, whatever, you know, Chevy Spark, I decided to splurge for an Ultima thinking that they would upgrade me and they didn't. So I ended up with a rental Altima, and somebody stole the hubcaps. <laughs>
3: wow. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that was still a thing. What are you doing I didn't that? know. I yeah. don't know.
2: I, it was so so it's funny because I went out and I was like before and I came back and like I left the car at the hotel and I came back and I was like well and it was angle parking and I backed in. So yeah. I come out to go get in the car and there's like one hubcap missing and I'm like did I like hit a pothole or something and like they just took it, one and then I then I look around the whole
0: car and it stole all of them. Oh, all of them. Okay. That makes more sense. Did the wheels look a little better without the hot like the plastic ones? And they were yeah, they were like actual plastic ones that yeah.
2: actually kept
0: like what are they doing ugly. with that?
2: I don't know. Yeah, but I so, I so I I tried I tried like calling the Nissan dealer because I'm like, well, let me just replace them myself. And they were like $160 a piece.
0: What? That's insane. They are well, not where they were stolen. I don't get it. <laughs> I, See, I guess. I,
1: I get stealing a hubcap in the 70s when every car has hubcaps. Maybe you could sell right. it to someone who needs them. If you steal hubcaps today, you're not finding a buyer. You're you're not. You're not getting anything out of it. I,
2: I guess so if you have a Nissan Ultima, I guess. Because I tried calling junkyards and like they had they nobody had any. Yeah, maybe and then, in then, then the Nissan the Nissan dealers only had three.
1: Well they're all <laughs> alloys now, right? I mean, even Ultimas are mostly Alloys, so no, I assume. Absolutely not. It was a oh, base, it's not,
2: it's... it was a 2022. S. It didn't even have CarPlay. I didn't know cars didn't come with CarPlay anymore.
3: <laughs>
0: wow. So
2: what did they charge you? $334. Damn.
0: Ouch. Oh, that is so not worth it. Oh, god, I was so angry
2: and I was just like, "God damn it." <laughs> like... Did you take the extra? Why did you insurance? just went to Pet Boys and just bought like $20 ones. You think they would f- be I I feel like they probably wouldn't have, and I should have done that.
0: Damn,
1: that would have been good.
2: But it was just
0: like, no, I'm
2: gonna be the nice guy. And was,
0: like, look, I respect that you were gonna do the right thing, but boy, did that not pay off.
2: Oh man, I was so angry. And then like, then when I was in Denver, I had a Mirage, and it had no hubcaps. Right. And <laughs> and seventy eight k. Oh really? That's a hard it was, work. For it was a hard. This car had had a hard life, and it had like this a is- fork just like dangling around in the trunk. And I'm like, what <laughs> is that noise? And I go in the back, and it's a fork.
0: Fork, yeah. You going uh, need that's uh, that's used like for a... the tire uh the tire <laughs> replacement kit. The fork's a key part of that. Wow oh, man. Okay, but speaking of mirages, I, I'm very curious to hear uh what, what you think of since we're talking low end of the market, oh, I've God. paddled people who just need just some basic crap to get to and from work. What's your pick? What's the what David, what would be a good number for us to do? Sub two thousand or sub twenty five hundred? What do you think? Well should so, so,
1: yeah, so I think I think we should talk about the very bottom of the market, but I think we should talk about just the used car. Uh, okay. Let's first talk about the whole used car market right now and yep. reference some of the the stories that that we wrote on our site that did really well. So uh, we we sort of we sort of made fun of a car dealership uh, that's selling. A, yeah, let me show you this. This is oh god. So oh, okay, god. <laughs> still, so this is a car dealership that's selling a. 345,000 mile Honda Accord. And it's not just like in the back lot and
0: they're going to give it the to That's the picture they picked also. Wait, we should pause. Since again, this. We're on audio. Let's it's describe good. this photograph. We're looking okay. at a picture of a... What year is this Accord? 93 Accord. 93 it's that Accord. Uh, the background is, is pretty immaculate in front of a Toyota dealership. The car has... Patina, <laughs> the paint Patina's is, is all worn of off the it. hood. Yeah.
2: Oh, it you was, guys are gonna hate what I have to say about this. Keep going. Oh. It was
0: green, it's now it's green and brown and red. Green and brown and gray. It's got a dent in the door. And
3: it's just this. Wait, is wait, wait, wait. It doesn't have a dent in the door. It has dents in every panel that I, I mean it, it's it, hideous. There isn't a it's dent. Like, you, you can't find right. a spot that doesn't have a
1: dent on it's it. It's absolutely hideous. Here's the thing: <laughs> I like that could, a car dealer is selling something this cheap and junky. But what I but th- what's weird about it is the the photo. You have to go to our yeah, website to, to see it. It's a picture of this immaculate dealership, <laughs> and this horribly junky car, like you know, photoshopped in front of it. it looks like it's sitting it, in front of the dealership. It's it just yeah. it just doesn't look right. It's just hilarious. Oh, anyway, man. and we sort of made a joke about how that's the state of the used car market right now. But um, anyway, what, what do you have to say about this, yeah, Kevin? Kevin, said, what do you think?
2: So, you know, it's crazy. I don't think it's a bad deal.
1: <laughs> oh, for 2,200 bucks for
2: 2,200, they'll probably take 15. It's got three forty four K on it. There's no rust. And it, if it runs, starts and drive, I think any car in this day and age that runs, starts and drive is worth $1,500. That's,
3: That's an interesting perspective because you like, know, that hasn't been in, true in, in our world, like for my whole for, life growing yeah. up. And by the way, I don't know if you've seen the other pictures, but when you say it doesn't have rust, Maybe we should just scroll down a little scroll bit. Scroll down. Uh, because uh, I kind of was trying to look for a spot. Well, there.
1: well, uh, Ohio oh, Rust and California Ohio
2: Rust is this car, two totally different things. Oh, that's probably weird. true. If, if you scroll back up, it looks really good
1: from that one angle. It looks better. <laughs> it looks better. It doesn't look good from any angle.
0: It's it not even good. better from that <laughs> angle above
1: there. Look, I actually like this car. I just I just so it's just I, alarming it's just alarming to see it's just kind of hilarious so to see this I, picture
2: I I wouldn't pay 2200 for it but no. I if somebody could get it anywhere from a grand to 1500 cuz I know they probably t- took it on trade for like $500 Yeah.
3: Yeah. They, I was that. thinking it was
2: $200. Exactly. But, but I'll tell probably, you why. Yeah
3: because because dealers are lazy and they'll do something like oh we're in at 200 bucks I just make it 2200 bucks you know what I'm saying like (laughs) right right car manager's saying that like I just mark it up 10 times like that's a good number you know
2: I mean if it has if the 11 times actually if the tires and brakes are good and it's like reasonably quiet it's not an awful deal and I know that sounds so awful state
0: of where we are now then you're saying so you're saying the floor the floor is fifteen hundred for something that's motile.
2: Yes, that's from a that's from a not dead brand. Oh, like like that like that I, ha- I had a Daewoo last year.
0: Yeah,
2: um, and that was eight hundred dollars, and it only had sixty four thousand dollars. It sixty four thousand miles on it, and sure it ran and dry, drove, but like it's a I couldn't. I, exactly, It was or, a to Fix it. No one
3: searching could, for I couldn't, I, could,
2: I couldn't find any parts for it.
3: Yeah. We well, could three d print them like we learned last week <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I, I found I got
2: well, I had to repair the filler neck on that car, and I think it was the last filler neck in the United States ever.
3: Oh, that day.
2: <laughs> um then I had um
3: but had even like the, the the OEMs that are still around, like no one makes those parts anymore. No. so you know yeah, look if it's at a a Honda, it's obviously a lot easier to find that in yeah.
0: though, I mean, yeah, yeah.
3: Was that saying? Not without saying going could be I, a lot I, of
0: junkyards for daywoods either really i bet
3: no that
2: one i think went to a junkyard after i I'm was gonna done look with
0: up. It. which daywood was this the uh, i had a lanos. oh
2: lano's. Uh, okay.
0: let's see if i can find yeah. a picture
2: of it yeah i raced it and it exploded
0: on track
3: <laughs> oh that's the way to go Fight the hero
2: <laughs>
0: that's good i'm glad you did that that's, yeah it really did it uh, was it was yeah the is, i remember that thing i just love this yeah. Oh yeah, that little guy. I didn't hate these actually. I, I liked hurt. it
2: too. I I also this is a car, I don't know. I've been kind of on a tirade. I've been I feel like I've been driving a lot of bad shitbox vehicles lately. And I'm like, I'm realizing the more I get in my career that auto journalists love to lie and they love to exaggerate, this car was nowhere near as bad as everybody made it out to be. No,
0: I believe that hundred percent. I don't think this thing was that bad at all. I remember I- these.
1: You know what? There are a lot of cars that are not as bad as journalists say they are. And I'm going to say one here that's you might not like, but I'm going to say the base model Dodge Journey. Not nearly as bad I as had one. it was.
2: Oh. I had one. At a, well, mine was a 3.5, but it was a five passenger. Nobody wanted it because like, it didn't have that third row.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think the Yugo is a perfect example, a historic, more slightly older example of a car that's just not as bad as everyone claimed. Just not that I, bad. Exactly.
2: Big Z up, I have an iMev I drive an iMev
0: Oh, uh, iMevs! I th- always thought they were cool. I like the. La- Remember, there was a uh, gas iMev too, right? Like there was. Well,
2: that was a gas car first,
0: right? Which I think was yeah. I think a brilliant little yeah. car. It's little. Oh my rear- god,
2: that's me on the forum. But yeah,
0: I think yeah. I really like these. I actually I took, it, I
2: took it to the track this past weekend, and it was You're actually really? like re- remarkably see. like competent.
3: Re- Is that the cheapest <laughs> EV, used EV, you can buy today?
2: No, I think you might be able to get a leaf cheaper.
0: Oh really? I think the I, yeah. I,
2: think the, uh, my, I brought my I bought my iMeave broken, but and that's also it's super rare, so it's not like you're gonna find another one.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. How it, many iMeaves did they make? Um, twenty one hundred, including Canada. Oh, oh wow, really? Not that many. Yeah. Yeah. I drove I drove one when it came out too, and I was not overly impressed by it. <laughs> I, was... <laughs> I mean, it's pretty it's
2: pretty terrible. After like you know <laughs> okay, years of, after years of like battery degradation, I'm good for about forty miles now.
3: <laughs> okay. Oh geez.
2: I, so, I did I did I did a test the other day. Like when I first got it, like if you have the heat on max and the lights on, and put your foot flat flat to the floor, I can get I can top out at 81 miles an hour and go about 15 miles.
0: <laughs> 15 miles! That's amazing. It was it was
2: funny because I was doing the test. I was like, oh, I can make it back, and I looked down and said, like, oh shit, I can't. <laughs> so I'm like, what a so great to, test though. i had to drive i had to drive back with my hazard lights on and like the turtle light on because i didn't have enough range <laughs> at, at like 30 miles an hour on the freeway oh
1: my there's God. an actual turtle light in that car
0: yeah it is oh my yeah.
3: gosh wow okay. so so we're finding we're the find worst turtle light. i mean i can TV. figure
0: out what turtle light probably means but i'm not familiar
2: with this it's just low. It's just a low battery. I mean, pretty much every. I don't know if you've noticed, a lot of EVs have
0: like a turtle light or like Oh, okay, oh, on vehicles. the dash. Okay, yeah.
3: yeah, like on the on the little on the scooters right. they have that one so you don't
0: run into people. Conceit right. of the turtle and hair. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yes, I love the turtle. Wow, the turtle light, they're cool. It's, I, such, it's, it's such a quirky light. Like I, I love that. I would get it tattooed on me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: yeah,
3: yeah. L-
1: let's. Um, we should talk about the. Oh, the Well, actually, before I go to that, Bo, have you ever sold... We were just making sort of poking fun at that dealership. Have you ever sold a car in that bad of shape? Uh, no. Okay. No, so is but, there a point Is there a point where you're just like, this is embarrassing. Just give that to your nephew.
3: Well, like for us, if it's a car that we don't think is going to be reliable for the customer, we're not going to sell it to them, right? So... The, the thing you're always looking for is a cheap used car. That is gold. That is like yeah. everyone's dream is a, a good cheap used car. Something that can run. It doesn't have to look perfect. If we can get something for under five grand, it's like the best. It's also the hardest car to find, literally. So that's why I was curious, Kevin, yeah, uh, on some of your recommendations, because that's, that's something right. we're always looking for. Of course, we're trepidatious because a lot of cars, after a certain mileage, uh, you know, we're 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 not uh, we're not too keen on, on on selling that to somebody and then having to you know stand behind it. So that's so why I was curious. What what are the, what are the cars that you think are the best cheap used cars? This is important, so, I think. So we're we're talking
2: under
0: five grand. You said. I think well, let's. Go over. I want some real like. Yeah. Like under twenty five hundred, I say. Yeah, what do you? Th- yeah, what okay, you? you so pick at at, yeah.
2: at twenty five hundred and below, I would say a Toyota R S. Oh, okay. I can see that. They're, they're, they're getting cheap. Um Any sort of like the early Scion cars that doesn't—that's not a TC.
0: No, oh, yeah. Um, I've, I've had basically day.
2: basically anything that's not with, a TC. Yeah, not a TC. The <laughs> t- I see people don't people just blindly glibly, glibly buy Toyota products and not realizing that they kind of made shit during the twenty during the early two thousands. What the so problem? Like,
1: did they have oil burning problems? Or, or, yes.
2: Yes, yeah. they absolutely did. The 2AZ is an awful motor.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I like, heard
2: that. Yeah. So the two any, so I recommend anybody to buy any one nz Z powered Toyota vehicle. So that's a Prius, that's um an Echo. Um, they're kind of buzzy and like not very fast, right? but they 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 don't really break. My roommate has an XB, a yeah. first gen XB with oh, 300- and 4- 340k on it.
0: Yes wow um i, I had one, i just drove one up to michigan on three cylinders and it did just fine
2: exactly i have um i've had four yarises wow.
0: unfortunately Yaris.
2: well not not unfortunately i
0: bought them out of choice um and, and a toyota echo i like the echo echoes actually those early echoes i think are actually kind of cool looking in their own bizarre. they are i i got it from a lady
2: i wrote about this for car bibles when it was still living about like i got it from a lady who um she was the first person to buy a Toyota Echo in her town in 1999. <laughs> she had every box checked, checked except like sunroof. Yeah. Um, was it the two-door and, one? No, it was a four-door. Four-door one, huh. And I, she had only had like 110,000 miles on it. They only wanted $600 for it because it had been sitting. They said, oh, we drove it last year. But you know when you get old and you kind of forget about like the concept of time, so really last year, last year was more like five years ago. Yeah, that's me. The, I've yeah. heard that.
1: I've heard that from old timers before. They're like, "Oh, we just it was just running. And then you look at the service papers. You're like, no, it wasn't. Well,
2: the tire, the tires were from 2008.
3: brand with parts. And I'm like,
2: And it said like the last oil change was in like 2010. <laughs> and
3: she's
2: like, oh, we drove it last year. And I'm like, I don't think she's lying to us. I think she legitimately thinks that five years ago was last year. <laughs>
3: I know I do. I'm with her. <laughs> but I,
2: that was, that was like, that's a good one. I say that the echo and they are probably like my go-to cars for people. I know are not going to maintain anything. Um, if you need anything bigger than that, that's that's, that gets a little harder. I would say anything like a W body,
1: like GM car with the 3,800 won't break. Let's go sub 5,000. So like sub 5,000. Yeah. Cause sub 5,000 mm. these days is like, eh, even that's getting tough
2: uh i would say any of the cheese wedge civics are really good so like oh, six yeah. and up but be careful with the first two model years because they crack blocks hmm. they had honda had some casting issues so like they there's they're in theory warranted, but i think they're now too old but they'll still, they
1: still is this a cheese wedge which one? Oh, hold on uh let's figure this out all right this thing here yes one of those, they look like
2: wedges of cheese to me or like doorstops.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know that, what? I'm like with you.
2: I like those actually. I think those were cool. I like those too. I like those too. I think those are really solid budget options for a hatch version of this, money. right?
0: Is that with the no. manual? Did they have a nope. manual that came out of the which one was that one? Or the, man- the one before it. The one before it. Okay. Yeah. The, U- Europe
2: got a hatch, but it was right. like the, we didn't. European hatch
0: is very cool. That one.
2: Yeah, it is. It's super cool.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: the Honda Fit's always a solid choice, but they're they're kind of hard to find. They didn't sell that many.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, you know what I recommend to a lot of people, and I want to know your opinion mm. on this, Kevin. I recommend cars with the Mazda MZR slash No. The, 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 the two five, the two five. Okay. The 2.5 MZR <laughs> engine, like, no, all, all, okay. also known as the Ford Duratec twenty five. So that so, so that's um the Escape as long as it's not uh, in, a, in the rust belt, uh, the okay. Ford Fusion and the Mazda 3 with the 2.5. What do you think about those?
2: So I think the 2.5 and the two zero are great. The 2.3 is awful. And I don't know why. Every So I've had like a couple of those Mazda 2.3s and they just like spin bearings and like throw connecting rods, even if people like maintain them generally okay. Hmm. And I don't know why. I think there's like some hardness issues. I don't know. But the 2.4, the 2.5 and the 2.0 are definitely like better engines. Matter of fact, for a lot of 2.3 owners, the 2.5 is actually a direct swap. So it's really common for like Mazda 3 owners that have the 2.3 that just blows up to get a 2.5 from the junkyard and just throw it right in there. I guess you don't even need like any like ECU wiring or anything. There's just like a couple of accessories that you have to change, I think.
0: Wow. Wow.
3: So, can you buy a a, a two point five engine that's like less than the value of the car? I mean, yes, absolutely, I mean, <laughs> absolutely. And and put it in and still be all right. That's how I make my money. <laughs> right on. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: mean, I've done I've done this about forty times, and I I usually can get an engine. If 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 the engine's not worth it, then I usually don't buy the car.
3: Yeah. Oh, that's one fantastic. one engine
2: one engine that's actually weirdly expensive that I wanted to write about, but I kind of have been like. All over the place lately is the 3.8 liter in the hyundai santa fe oh not the current not the current gen but the the long one that's seven seat one, one give they me year.
1: 2013
2: it's when they split the line into two there's a santa fe sport that was five passenger and turbo only and then the regular santa fe which is called grand santa fe in certain markets that sit, seat seven and it was v6 only Grand Santa uh, they look similar but they're not so that it, it, it would be you're hovering right over it oh. <laughs> not that one the one below it there we go they look sim- <laughs> i know they look the same but they're really not
0: yeah
1: i believe you see so, figuring out figuring out
2: do you know how much that used engine is no. it's seven thousand dollars why
0: why is it i that?
2: don't know because there so there was one that showed up on on my Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace and I was like oh that'd be kind of a cute little flip and they only wanted like 3 3 grand for it and I'm like oh 3 grand for a late model SUV like how much how much is the engine and it was
0: $7,000 that engine doesn't go in anything else that would be in demand right like what would why would I it... think
2: I think that's the problem I think because they didn't make that many and yeah. the ones that they did make are shit so there's not that many left
0: mm, it's just a scarcity problem
2: yeah
1: how weird. See, at. figuring out which, see, I always think of the used car market, especially the bottom of it, as a just a minefield. Like, oh, it is. There are so many traps that you can get caught into. Like, if you buy like a CVT Saturn View, your life is going to be over. If you buy like well, those, two- those don't exist anymore, but yes. Correct. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to worry about those. Those have yeah, they, already ended. You know, been a problem. Yeah. There are so many cars that could just. It could just wreck you and you just don't, you have to research and you have to know it. Yeah, it
2: really is. It's, it's, it's crazy how like weirdly disposable and like non-user serviceable everything is now.
0: Yeah, that's bad. It's, I, like I, I, it's I can't, I worse. can't,
2: it, I think it is too. I can't in good conscience recommend anybody buy a used Nissan, which is funny because I'm trying to sell one. From Damn. what you <laughs> what does your
1: for sale listing look like? Is it like I don't have recommend list- buying this, but please, <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't,
2: I haven't even listed it yet because I've been like missing in action so much lately. But like, I had a friend who was like, "Oh, I'll buy it off you," and I'm like, "I'm sorry, but I never want to see this car again." But, <laughs>
3: yep, it's a, it's a twenty. Well, that's one way to
2: get rid of a friend. Yeah, Ooh, it was a 2012 Sentra, but it's a CVT. Yeah, and although the CVT is fine now, I know at 123k, it's probably not going to be fine.
0: That's the Achilles heel for They're, those.
2: Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. They're also VIN locked.
0: Oh, yeah. wait. So wait. Okay,
2: explain that for our our, our listeners. Uh, so, so there's a lot of like a lot of Nissan CVTs, and it's only a Nissan thing. Be, other manufacturers do not do this. You need a special software tool to program the CVT to the vehicle.
0: So you Jeez. so if you swap in another CVT, it will not work because the VIN is different, and it, the computer yes. knows this why would they do that to
2: us what that feels because it's it's so shady isn't it it's yeah it seems oh it it makes me it's like and then also like the cvt is like you can't you can't rebuild them because like there are no parts like if you go to a nissan dealership and you say hey i want one of like one of the steel belts they're just going to look at you yeah it's because it's it's so frustrating like those cars are so disposable i hate them
0: so it, that would be, like, the Rogues use those things too, right? Uh, uh-huh.
2: Any sort any sort of Jacko box. So the Dodge Caliber, um, sh- pretty much a lot of, like, budget CVT cars. So the Dodge Caliber, Chevy Spark, any um, Mitsubishi, um, Suzuki Kizashi, um, pretty much every Nissan, um, a few other manufacturers too. Brutal, It's awful. Like these, when these cars blow up, it's just like, they're done.
0: Yeah. And it's because this affects the people who are the most vulnerable too. the people. Absolutely. People they spend, they, they, I've seen it so many times.
2: They like, Mm. Oh, let's look at this cute little Versa. That's like only $3,500. And they get like a month and a half out of it. And now we will move forward. Yeah. It's, like, it's unlike terrible. a lot of so that's one thing I don't like about CVTs. Like I, I don't mind driving CVTs. Like at least with a traditional automatic transmission, when it's failing, you can like half-ass it for a while.
0: Sure. Right.
2: Like you know a, a slippy car or a car that slams, you can drive it around for a little bit. Like when CVTs fail, they often fail with like no warning.
0: Yeah. When and they it's fail catastrophic. In, you can't baby them around or anything.
2: Yeah. They they fail in ways that just like it's undrivable now i think that's cruel i think it's terrible because it's-, it's it's literally awful i don't i don't and there's like no nothing you can really do about it too
0: hmm. yeah that's bad and yeah the people buying those cars the ones who are in the worst positions everything about is bad. how are we going to solve this kevin
2: <laughs> i don't know i have been trying to figure out a like write a piece about it and it's just it's not i have don't not buy an old CVT. <laughs> but that's got that's going to be everything soon Yeah, I will say that like the Honda, the other brands are not like this. I had a friend who had a Honda Civic CVT that exploded and the CVT was like $300 and it was like an afternoon swap away. Right. And now he's back on the road, but not every brand is like this.
0: Has anybody had the, uh, the Nissan Vinlock stuff or is it? I've
2: heard, I've heard they have, but I'm also scared that it like would fuck up your car, you know, (laughs) who knows? Who knows?
0: It's a whole other pain in the ass can of worms, Jesus.
2: It is. So that's 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 why when I do recommend Nissans, I'm always like either get a manual or like make sure it has a speeded a speed a planetary gear set automatic,
3: right? Because
2: they're like weirdly reliable. Like the so the lady I got this sensor from, she went twenty five thousand miles on an oil change.
0: Whoa! Whoa! Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. And then connecting rod number one decided it didn't want to be there anymore. So like the C the CBT was fine, but the engine wasn't, but the engine was only like, I think like $400 from a junkyard for a low mileage one with like 50 K on it.
1: Oh, you know what I usually recommend to people like when they need a cheap car is I tell them to get the most hideous car they can find with a stick shift. And that's usually yeah. the Chevy HHR, Absolutely. a Chrysler yeah. PT cruiser uh, with low mileage. Um, just anything with a stick shift. So, it's only
2: th- so one thing I've noticed in this price range is that, that uh, it seems like neglect, especially with those cheap cars, are taking, taking those cars off the road rather than actual, like, mechanical robustness. You know what I mean?
0: Mm.
2: Like, so many, so many people, they just kind of like, oh, it's a cheap cars. I don't care. So, like, they just kind of let it. They just kind of drive it into the ground. Yeah. And then everyone's like, oh, these cars are pieces of shit. When they actually, like, they kind of weren't. You just, like, didn't take care of it at all.
1: And that's that's honestly why Tor- why Torch and I are such big fans of like when we see like a nineteen eighty five like Mercury Lynx at a car oh, right. show, yeah, yeah, like that to me is cooler than like a you know Lamborghini because you know the, the the sports car got babied, the Mercury Lynx got whipped,
0: right? Absolutely, right. It's always or a
3: preserved mundane car is always a joy. Yeah. It really is.
0: They're rare. They're yeah.
3: It's one of the rarest cars in existence. Yeah, it's true. But perfectly man- maintained, mundane.
0: I, I will say, uh, this Horizon. I saw in a junkyard once that was in perfect shape, and it broke my heart. It was in oh. such good shape, red interior. It was uh, yeah. didn't deserve it. You know uh, what I do recommend? I recommend a lot of early Hyundai
2: cars to Whoa. people now. Well, not early, early. Like 86, 87. Okay. That was a
3: tough time for maybe, Hyundai. Maybe, maybe,
2: because I'm, maybe because I'm young. Early Hyundai to me is like 2001.
3: Oh, <laughs> like, well, okay. All right. That's a totally so, different Hyundai. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I, so I, like I, they're
2: like weirdly simple to work on. Huh. I would and, not and recommend
3: feels, an 80s Hyundai, by the oh, way. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. No. Like <laughs> I, I, had a, I had a
2: Tiburon that, like, oh, yeah. Fighter like oh, face. Right. Yeah. I had a Tiburon. It was an 08 that I got from a guy who. Blew it up because he just drove the piss out of it with no oil, so like it had a hole in the block. Oh, and it was funny. It was funny because he's like, "Oh, I think it just needs a starter," and I'm like, "Sir, I can see the crankshaft." But okay. <laughs> um, and I don't know. It was just like a weirdly sporty car. That's also another car that I think journalists were too mean to. Everybody told me it was like a bad driving car that was awful, and I'm like, "This is kind of cool." Yeah,
0: I can see. It was, two it
2: was a five. It was a five-speed two-liter. But like I don't know, I just really liked it, and it was really easy to work on. Like I did struts within like an hour and a half on that thing.
0: They were cool. Was, I thought they they were looked like everything else. The face they was cool of a spider, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. They were. Oh, you're
2: talking about the Gen One. Oh, those are ugly. I had the Gen Two.
0: Oh, okay. Or they did look <laughs> a lot better in Gen Two. The one <laughs> yeah, with the they, smaller yeah. lights in the outside and the bigger lights on the inside had a weird spider face. But yeah, it's like
2: a oh. like a. Discount Integra,
0: <laughs> not boring though. Neither of them were like super boring. I thought they were interesting.
2: Also, another car that I recommend, even though they're like brittle as as heck, um probably be the Honda View. So any any like any Saturn View oh, the with Saturn the View V6, with the, okay, with the Honda V six. Huh.
1: you know you're you're recommending a lot of Japanese cars. I'm noticing.
2: I don't like a- European a- cars, which is funny because I. What, what about American the cars?
1: There are lots of great American cars that you can buy that are. Pretty reliable. Name one. Um, The Ford Fusion with the uh, that's, MZR that's engine. Jap- that's the Japanese. Ford Escape with the MZR that's- engine. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Dar, David? That A-S-H-R GM uh, GM 3800. Uh, what was that? The the Chevrolet Tracker. As we know, that's an American car.
2: <laughs> that's okay. Okay. Um, um I, I mean, like, I feel like, especially like the American cars in this price range are like, really really problematic now like for $1,500 you're probably get like a Cadillac CTS with the 3.6 and then like you can probably do jump rope with the timing chain because it's so stretched out
0: and that's a negative
2: that's absolutely a negative
0: interesting okay <laughs> like, um
2: it, it, I have a hard time recommending like American cars in this price range that aren't like Chevy Cobalt's which aren't very good cars I don't know if you guys have driven a cobalt recently, but no, it's been a while I've worked. I worked at two different Chevy dealers and like I worked at them during like the ignition recall. And it was funny because like we would go, we would get trapped in them all the time because like the ignition, <laughs> the ignition cylinders would, would bind and then like you couldn't, you couldn't turn the car off.
0: Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> oh man. Um, I don't know. They just don't make anything
0: good. Oh, David, uh, just remembered. You promised everybody you were going to do a car show at a Walmart parking lot today on Ooh, our website.
1: Okay, that's <laughs> an eight. Okay, I'll be right back. I just got to quickly go to a Walmart parking lot. I'll be back, and um, uh, yeah, I'll be right. I hope you're me
3: close to this Walmart parking lot. Hey,
1: you're not going to be back be, in this in this podcast. Oh, I'll be back in the podcast. Give me give me
0: 11 minutes. 11,
1: eleven minutes. eleven
0: minutes? Are you kidding? Yeah. Yeah. Just, just hang in there. Uh, so, Kevin, I want to talk to you about this amazing article you had over at the, on the drive about this oh. electric Corvette prototype made by Motorola. Tell oh, us about man. that. Thing. That thing's so that, nice bonkers.
2: So it's crazy because, like, I was doing a lot of like bonkers shit. Um, Good. I yeah. Well, I, I was so since I was since I worked from home, I was like, I really don't want to live in Columbus. So let's like do this like weird trial run where I just like stay in cities for a week and see what it's like. Yeah. And I was like, oh, let's go, let's do Chicago. That sounds cute. Chicago's only like five hours drive from me here in Columbus. And I was kind of trying to figure out a way to go there, but I didn't really have a good excuse to. And then a friend of mine, so uh, this Corvette didn't actually come like right away. It came from another truck because I'm really, really into Chinese weird cars. Sure. And somehow this guy had a fuji, Beijing Jeep on his lot.
0: Oh, wow. Wow.
2: Yeah. And I had this like idea that was like, oh, let's go drive it and see what it's like. So I called the guy and I'm like, hey, do you, what, what's the story with this Fuji? And he's like, oh, you should come out and see it. And I'd let him know, that, you know, I'm a journalist. I'm like, I'm doing all this stuff. And he's like, well, I'll do you one better. I've got this one of one Motorola Corvette. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, whatever, cool, whatever. Like that sounds kind of boring. I thought it honestly was going to be like, a Motorola logo on the side of a Corvette.
0: Right. Just like a and company edge car. Yeah,
2: just like a, like a weird pace car or something. I'm like, okay, that's cool, whatever. Yeah. And then I get there and he shows me the Fuji, which is an unbridled piece of shit. Like it's rusting. <laughs> um, it didn't run. and But all, I guess somebody did get it running because I saw it on, on, on Twitter that somebody is floating around the Chicagoland area in it. So <laughs> I guess he did get it running and sell it. But... When he showed me the Corvette, he popped the hood and I'm like, oh, this is, signif- you significantly undersold this.
0: <laughs> so tell us like, about like- of this thing mechanically. What's the drivetrain of this thing? So I'm, I'm working
2: on some follow-ups actually. It's funny because I couldn't find out, I had been working on that piece for like a year. Like nobody would tell me, I couldn't find any like information about it. It, did, it effectively did not exist online, huh. but yeah. So apparently, underneath, it looks like it's some sort of um, proprietary electric motor from cor- from Motorola. Okay. Um, kind of all tied together by, I guess, sort of a dream team of folks who put together this car, kind of like almost in a skunk work style, you know? Thing. Do you know That's when
0: it was probably put together?
2: So there, so there was a like phone books worth of um documentation that came with the car oh wow and honest that honestly i really couldn't like i can only half parse through because like i just don't know what it was like some of the some of the things were actually done in pencil
0: yeah yeah i'm looking at yeah it looks uh looks like late 90s seems to be the
2: latest yeah so it, yeah, it looks like the development when it started in 93 huh um i think the car itself was purchased in 94 um and it looks like development stopped i think
3: in 98
0: huh Torch, is it could you share a picture of that? Let There's, me see. I, I tried to share my screen last time and we had trouble technical with
3: difficulties.
2: It's it's crazy how stock that thing looks. Because yeah, if you it, if you it, look at it, it doesn't look like it's sagging or anything. Huh. So that, so when the designers did it, they did like a really good job in making sure like the weight distribution was right. Um it even looks, it even has like the same um it even has like the same heater, like it has like an electronic heater. Yeah. But the, a, the, actu- the actual HVAC blower works because like it goes, like it, it looks like it pumps like I
0: think coolant through the stock vet's heater core. Wow. It's a really, really sophisticated setup. No, this clearly is carefully done. Um, I, I, I put the URL in the chat because for some reason I keep getting locked out when I try to share, but maybe. I feel, I, I feel it felt that, honestly, the car felt like it was never supposed to leave Motorola.
3: How did it end up in a used car lot in Ohio? I don't know where you said Chicago, Chicago. Gurney,
2: Gurney, (laughs) Illinois. So like a little bit north of Chicago. Yeah, and the Um, I I don't know. He, the seller or the actual owner was like really, really flighty with like telling me it. He's like, oh yeah, then the guy just kind of gave it to me, and I'm like, I feel like there's more to this story. It's got to be, but you're right. It's packaged really. Uh, this guy packages. just kind of gave you
3: this prototype. Yeah. I don't,
2: I don't think that car was ever supposed to leave Motorola. Not, especially not with those documents.
0: And you, is it running uh, nickel metal hydrides you think, or is it just? Yeah,
2: lead? Yeah. It's, it looks like it's just lead acid. Cause it was 94. So they just got yeah, what they sure. could from like the parts store.
3: Right. Do they have like a built-in Motorola phone, like the big? big no, Wouldn't no, that be no, cool? No, no,
2: no. <laughs> no, but it's it's interesting. like I said, I'm still working on a follow up, but it's interesting how like how Motorola really just kind of dropped the ball on this.
0: Yeah. Well, considering because this was you know EV one era, and this feels comparable, this
2: comparatively better. Like when yeah. they when they actually gave me some st- some specifications about it. They were like, I realized that like, man, Motorola, you guys are dumb. You guys were stupid.
0: Wow. Look at that. Like you-
2: a, so a lot of, so a lot of the engineers who I actually, when I, when this post kind of went viral a little bit and actually like jogged a lot of people's memories, because I was having a really hard time finding like the people who worked on it. Cause like one guy's name was Chris Pratt. Like how am I going to Chris, <laughs> how, what happens when you Google Chris Pratt, Motorola Yeah. and Google, you're going to get like phone ads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like it, it jogged a lot of memories, and people were like, I I found out that a lot of these engineers ended up working on like other important EV projects. Really? Wow. Yeah.
0: Wow, this yeah, this is amazing. And it looks like it's got a four-speed manual in there still. Yep, it goes to the yep, it and then the
2: um overdrive actually works too because it's a four it's the um old um four plus three yeah. It works, everything works, or at least it did really? at one point in time. I'm not sure. So I'm I'm trying to figure out like what was disabled, if anything. So there's definitely like a charge port missing. Yeah, but I think that might be it. I wonder if just like with modern batteries and just like a new charge port, it would be it would drive again. So Are you, you still in touch order? with this
3: guy? Yeah, yeah, sort of. yeah I
2: am. I, am. I have his number. I think he's trying to get a whole lot of money for it.
3: So. We could. Uh, like there's a
0: there's a chart here where they're talking about the um the power outputs at various voltages, and it goes all yeah. the way up to three
2: four hundred twenty eight horsepower. So it's crazy. So I asked them about well, that if that was a, if that was a fake, and they said no, that's accurate.
0: For ninety
2: three in an EV, yeah, that is long. like that is unheard. That is bonkers, right? Yeah. Wow. You don't think somebody would be looking for this car, right?
3: Right. Yeah. Well, so, what happened, so,
2: so, motor, so motor, this is actually part of Motorola Automotive, which no longer exists. It's actually, it was um, purchased off by Continental, I think 2006 or 2007. Huh. So
0: So yeah. mothership Motorola doesn't have records on, on anything. No,
2: because I kept asking them about it and they were just like, I don't know what this is. So how much money is this, is this guy trying to get for it? I have no clue. He wanted to put it on Mecom, and I'm like, can you please let me write this story first? <laughs> so it's, I got the story cool, I got the that. story written it's yeah everything things are in pencil it's like so crazy wow <laughs> I think it says just dick at the top
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: yeah this is amazing wow what a find that is oh my yeah. gosh yeah, yeah they like they actually
2: like I talked to the software guy it looks it seems like they actually put an effort to make the electronics talk to the standard corvette like software so, like, oh, the window yeah. switches and, like, everything should work on that car, which That's is really amazing. That is amazing.
0: Yeah. Now, this feels like professionals who knew what they were doing built this thing.
2: Yeah. It was. And there's
0: no records of any project that they were working on. They never announced so it.
2: So, it's interesting because, like, after, like, I, after like the, the people started getting in touch with me again, I ended up finding a very, very, like, one-sentence like reference to the project on an old geo city site from like 1998 wow and it said oh, like wow. well the, it was like the chris pratt who was an engineer who also did like electric car racing on its own too he like and then it was just like the car he was working on and then it said um and it seems like motorola's working on an electric corvette and that's <laughs> the only mention of it yeah. anywhere on the internet huh mystery car Oh man. But yeah, he's, he's a nice guy. I learned a lot from a lot of the things that he had. Um, that was definitely one of, that was probably one of the stories that's honestly been one of the highlights of my
3: career. Awesome. Oh, that's what a find. I mean, that's it really, it beyond really a, a unicorn right there right? Yeah. To, yeah. to score that. And Thank uh, where, where can me. we find you, Kevin? Where, where, where do we go to, to see more of your stuff? Um, so yeah, you
2: can, right now I'm kind of, in a lot of places, um, but you most likely we can find me on Twitter at Gaytona underscore USA. Um, pretty much any place you see Gaytona USA, that's me.
3: Fantastic. Oh. Wait a minute, is this is, is this David David Are you Tracy? fucking serious? It's coming. In? <laughs> of course, now we're not. It's connecting to audio, so we're going to get at least right one right last in. pass at David here. All right, here it is. One oh, last. Oh, we attempt. got David. Okay, back to the podcast then. All right, David, where are you at?
1: Sorry about this, folks. I am in Troy, Michigan, at a Walmart parking lot, which is, we all know, the ultimate spot to have a car show. It's completely unsanctioned; nobody has approved of this. It's Fantastic. just, a, it's just a bunch of readers in some great cars. Oh, look at this Polestar and wow. some special cars. What yeah, is that? Uh, this is, I think, is this a Camaro?
0: Yeah, it was was a Camaro. A okay, it's, it's, hard,
1: it's hard to tell what it is. Well,
0: yeah it was a camaro at one point it was okay this is incredible <laughs> it's like a ba- It's for everybody watching it's like a bahad out camaro what year would that be that'd be like what early early 2000s everyone
1: no that's
2: like 96
0: 96, 30 96 30 a late. okay yeah 99 right. 99
1: dirty bird he said it is
0: 99 dirty bird <laughs> and it's all right. uh, yeah all bahad out fenders cut away front bumper replaced with the big bar it's fantastic how
3: many cars you got there at the at the show david Let's let's see if we can
1: count. All right, we got okay. There's three, six. All right, looks like around we're in the I think around 20-ish, maybe. That's great.
0: There's a there's a Yugo. All right. I know this Yugo, that little red Yugo has came come to an Autopian meetup before. It's fantastic. Car. Oh, uh, look.
1: Look at this thing. Hold it's mint in here.
0: (laughs) Check her out.
3: Wow. Oh my god, God, it's beautiful. Look at
0: that guy. Oh my
2: gosh. I don't think I've ever seen one of those not that nice. that nice. Yeah, not that
3: nice. This is- that's more than 2500 wow. bucks right there. Yes, yeah, <laughs> <no>, that's <laughs>
2: Perfect.
3: You can't get a Yugo for for a what Yugo? we're talking no, about. You can't not that, nope. that one, not that one.
0: And we got the K car. This is that's a later K car. That's like the facelifted one. Yes, it is. It's great. Yeah.
3: <laughs> the fancy one.
0: Great. And I have to
1: show you because it's incredible. I can't believe it. Someone actually brought an Airstream, which Amazing. is unbelievable. I can't believe someone brought oh, an wow. airstream. This is clearly a Mercedes Streeter fan here. Yeah,
0: to an impromptu car show. That's a great is it experience. is it nice that's inside? Can
3: we see? Can we see? I was yeah. told, told I'm allowed to go inside. Oh, oh, go, oh it's beautiful. That's beautiful. inside. that's really nice. Jeez. That is gorgeous.
1: Wow. Check this, uh, what's your name, Eric? Eric. Hi, I'm David. Do you uh, do you mind uh, just giving us uh, just a sort of a twenty second tour here? Well, you can kind of see it all.
3: Bed, bathroom, uh, couch, uh, but it's,
0: it's lovely, like all lovely polished wood, and there's a rug beautiful on the floor. It all looks so tidy and well kept.
2: That's it's really
1: beautiful. nice. Yeah, there. So that's the bathroom in the corner. This is the bed. Here's the kitchen. This, this is actually I crash there.
0: Long. That'd be great. Yeah. It's, Are you just going to spend eat? the night in that Walmart parking lot? There, ask him yeah, if that's, that's totally his name. plan.
3: No,
2: probably
1: not.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <All right. laughs> winterized this weekend, so I like, had to pull it out and give it a wash and a wax anyways.
3: So. Uh, you're best oh, in show, so right. cool you a <laughs> I don't know about that.
1: There's always good stuff. Here. No, thanks a lot yeah. for ringing this. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm uh, yeah. I'm on a podcast, so I'm trying to show. I'm trying to show the cars quickly. So we'll talk later. All right. Let's. Um. Okay. Look at this RX-7 here. Yeah, nice. My former coworker from Chrysler is here. Oh, I've <laughs> actually we haven't seen each other in about um yeah, almost ten years. And uh, this is just an absolutely beautiful RX-7. Oh, Heavily mocked cool stuff.
3: By. All um, right, dude. oh, and a Maki. You
0: got you uh, got all kinds yeah, of good stuff over There's
3: there. A nice Maki. Yeah. And look at this. We'll,
0: we'll, we'll probably conclude. On. We'll conclude oh, here the kit little tykes uh, cozy coop. you gotta and, love uh, the little tykes
2: i love it so adorable. Oh, yeah,
0: that's fantastic.
1: fantastic all right okay well anyway um just wanted to show you these cars readers here are in detroit are really passionate about their cars um nobody has um has gotten mad at us about our website so uh we're doing something right um but anyway yeah i guess um That'll probably be the, the end of this podcast, I would guess. It, it, yeah, it is.
0: I think we're, we're, we're having a hungry kid and, and wife yelling at me, so we got to do it. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin,
1: for uh, hanging out with us and talking used cars and shit boxes and yes. It's always
3: good hanging out. Anytime. It, Thank you, sir. Anytime. And, how do, we be, and how, do, how do people see what you're doing today? Awesome. Yeah, you'll probably be able to follow me mostly on Twitter,
2: um, so Gatona. Underscore USA or Gaytona USA. Any place you see Gaytona USA, like Daytona, but gay, that's, uh-huh. like, yeah,
3: that's oh, your right. That's right, right. Easy you know. to remember. We know how to find you.
2: Yeah, very easy.
3: Well, thank all right. you all for listening to the Autopian podcast. Uh, uh, Torch, anything uh, to, to wrap us up here today?
0: i have to demand everyone subscribe like all those things any possible way of subscribing i'm gonna have to sternly demand you do so
3: wait we got a lamborghini at this
0: car showdown what oh, is geez. going on We're, the yeah. parking lot next to the tr7
3: <laughs> right
0: you go lamborghini that's wait. it's not that, that...
3: <laughs> oh geez this is fantastic well you go to park next to him and ding right. the door all
0: right, all right everybody <laughs> great job david great
3: job everyone